the Spud Goodman Radio Show. And here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, sartorially regaled in sequined jumpsuit and cantilevered pompadour, the world's only accordion-playing Elvis impersonator, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man, he goes down easy. He calls to you who, the social outcast. Yes, you who are rejected. He wants you, he needs you, he loves you. Here comes the Spud Man, he goes down easy. Here comes the Spud Man. It's the Spud Goodman Show. Let's get ready. Trumbo! And here he is, the head cheese meister. It's Spud Goodman. Greetings, Andar Ola. My name is Spud Goodman. <laughs> Spud Goodman. <laughs> and you've stumbled upon my little radio show. Yeah, well, first of all, if you're a first time listener, welcome aboard and please don't jump ship. You know, before giving us a reasonable amount of time to prove we're not just another cookie-cutter, air-filling radio program. I mean, we do fill airtime, you know, like all the other shows, but I like to think we fill it differently than, like, all the big-time successful ones. You know, we're not too proud to embrace mediocrity, as great, you know, things can come from accepting reality and making the best of it. Sure, I would love to be on, like, 300 stations and have my own private plane, like Rush or the Hannity Dude, but I don't think I could figure out their recipe to keep everyone all riled up the whole show. I just seem to be able to get people mad at me, but and, and that's about all. So and the other handy targets, I've just never been able to figure that one out. Yeah, I've been told by many program directors that this is not a plus career-wise, so I do accept my current place in the talk show industry food chain. Right now, I think I'm just above a di- you know, adult diaper commercials and likability on that Q-score scam thing. You had me at hello. Anyway, well, I need to introduce our show's designated laugher right now, my Aunt Dorothy. Give us like a top-of-the-line chortle. (laughs) And that's as good as you're going to get this early in the show. No, it it was fine. It was fine. And thank you for your efforts. Well, now Mm. I'm forced to acknowledge our show's temporary permanent co-host, Gerald Holcomb. Uh, You can tip your cap to my acknowledgement. That will suffice. Yeah, well... You know, as I've said before, when you've tried to minimize my response to your introduction, I cannot tip my cap as you're the only one wearing a cap. Uh, Spud, can I borrow your hat so I could, in fact, then tip my cap? Don't go out there with that hat on. Well, absolutely not. I am not at liberty to loan out my Pittsburgh Pirates hat to a non-fan. You would just be a poser, as you know nothing about baseball or Pittsburgh. Truth isn't truth. Well, then can I just say a few words on how excited I am about this episode? No, because I, we're going to be. I, I don't know how exactly what the formal definition of a few words, but, but I think you've already exceeded it. So what I wanted to discuss on the show. I, listen, was... I know, I know you must have some topic that you planned on discussing, but I have something else that I think our listeners will be very interested in. It is a proven ratings grabber. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Just about everyone is fascinated by it, and you will see, you're going to be very pleased to see how many listeners who we will not lose if we deal with what I would like to showcase. Seek immediate medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours. Listen, I guarantee you, we won't lose most of our audience in the first few minutes of the show like we normally do when you do your introduction. I don't lose everyone. Well, listen. All I have to say is one word. 
You ready? Magic. Johnson? Uh, as I told no. you, Gerald, this is a horrible idea. I would refer you both to the ratings that David Copperfield and even someone who's been on this program before, David Blaine, get whenever they have their specials. Their numbers are through the roof. Everyone loves magic. I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Yeah, okay, I sort of do like magic when, when it's done well, but I'm, I'm not into the old, you know, pulling a rabbit out of the hat, cause that's rabbit abuse, and, or, or guessing some card, that's, that, all, all this stuff's played uh, out. Well, I myself, I'm not so into the sawing the female assistant in half trick. It's so lame. Yeah, L listen, totally. you guys, I have spent the last three weeks in training to become a master illusionist, and as you know, I'm not prone to bragging, but... Everyone has told okay. me I have a real knack for this. Spud, let's make magic the focus of this episode. I promise you it will be our highest rated show. Higher than, you know, our male porn stars, you know, that later became plumbers? <laughs> that was cool. Now that episode would be hard to top. I think there's one thing you're not taking into consideration here. What? Yeah, yeah, most people maybe they do enjoy magic. But this is a damn radio show. I'm not doing my TV show anymore. Oh. You know, and, and not that I would have ever let you do any stupid magic tricks if I still had my cable show. Look, look, just give me the opportunity to entertain the listeners. I have some new material that I would like to try out on the show. One in particular is a real crowd pleaser. I, I swear oh, to you. Okay. Listen, maybe it's not as flashy as David Blaine, but I can tell you my wife and kids are spellbound when I do my act at home. Look, alternative facts are not facts. Your act? You don't yeah. have an act. You're a temporary co-host and a full-time sales guy at a carpet and linoleum store. Okay, F first, that's temporary permanent co-host. Whatever. And uh, also, I want you to know I'm currently the second leading salesman on the floor this month at South Seattle Carpet and Linoleum. South Seattle Carpet and Linoleum. <laughs> Spud, I told him this shtick wouldn't work on a radio show. I thought I had him convinced. Sorry I couldn't stop this. It will. Dude, even David Blaine, when he was on, knew he couldn't do magic tricks on a radio show. He just described them. Uh, okay, I will go beyond what David Blaine did on this program. I will stun the audience with my pre-digitation skills. I, I think tell it's you press the digitation. You might want to... Google that. I am the magician. I think I know. Whatever. Well, hey, I tell hey. you, I'm going to wow everyone. Just give me a chance. What the hell do you have to lose? Well, people do enjoy watching you know, train wrecks and national disasters. Um, let me think about it. Right now, I need to introduce our musical guest, who I will be speaking with a little later. Everyone, say hello to the morning after. Oh, watch this happen! You hypocrites! Judge me not! 
is the Spud Goodman Show. This is the Spud Goodman Show. Hey, this is Sarah Silverman, and I am on the Spud Goodman Show. I don't know how my career got this low. Uh, uh, Spud, your first guest, Coleman Domingo, is on the line waiting to speak with you. Now, I believe he's on that show you said was pretty good, Fear the Dead. No, Mr. Magic. Fear the Walking Dead. Jeez, we've had a bunch of people on from both shows. How can you not get the titles correct? Well, a co-host of a talk show has to have at least basic knowledge of TV, you know, movies, music, politics, that kind of stuff. Oh, I know all about those dead shows. You don't have to worry about me being up on what's happening in today's world. You know, my wife just told me yesterday that I am so with it, <laughs> I might need to tone things down a little, you know? And I might add, my kids think I'm the coolest, so there's no need to worry yeah. that I'm some square or something. What are you people? On dope? Oh, Gerald, last week I had to explain to you what a bong is. You thought it was a musical instrument. Um, I think it'd be actually... Well, that, it was a simple mistake, because, you know, it kind of sounds like oh, one. Oh, boy. What? I'm a fan of Coleman, as, as he's a talented actor, and Fear the Walking Dead, as it's gotten, like, really good now. But this guy also has a new movie out, If Beale Street Could Talk, and it's gotten amazing reviews. Just put him through. Okay, here he is. Say hello to actor and playwright Coleman Domingo. We appreciate you checking in with us. I appreciate it. Hello there. How are you today? Yeah, super. Uh, well, you have a movie now out, If Beale Street Could Talk, that is killing it everywhere, getting rave reviews, and, and word of mouth is also really pushing it. you got to be pleased with, with how it's being received. Oh, man. You know, because I am pleased with it, because, you know, a lot of times movies aren't received the way that you understand them to be. You're like, you know, this should reach everyone. I think it's a love story wrapped in a, a justice story. It's lush. It's... um. It's a, a James based on a based a James Baldwin novel from 1974, mm -hmm. and um, I think that it's it's all the things that I I think that we need that matter that that I think that we need to see in film right now. So I think I'm so happy that people are rushing out to the theaters and seeing it, especially they're seeing it with families and they're seeing it with their loved ones. It is that film, you know, that well, you want to bring kids to. Give our listeners the basics without giving away too much. Okay. It takes place in 1974, Harlem. It's about a young man named Fonny, played by Stefan James. He is, um, he is fighting for his justice. He's accused of a crime that he didn't commit. And it's through the lens, though, of Tish, played by Kiki Lane, who's a newcomer to this whole industry. It's her first film, and she knocks it out the park. Um, it's about Tish and her family. Um, they're coming together to find by any means necessary to get this young man justice. Even traveling to Puerto Rico, as Regina King's character does so beautifully. Um, she, Regina King plays my wife, and she's been getting lauded with every single award possible, which I think is um, remarkable, because she's an extraordinary actress. Yes. Uh, so that's what it's about. And it's, um, it's really dealing with things that, although it was written in 1974, it's really relevant to many things that we're dealing with today, but it's all wrapped in a love story. Well, you know, we had your co-star in the film, Golden Globe winner Regina King, on the show last year. She has to be one of the coolest people in Hollywood. She can do anything. 
I think she is. I think she's because she's also a multi hyphenate like myself. We do so many things. She's a an actress. She's a director. Yeah. And a producer, and, and we, we, that, so we really understand each other so well um, that we're always. We, we, we consider ourselves just really hardworking actors and you know and if we get any response and any critical acclaim wonderful but we're usually moving on to the next job <laughs> right you know but you know I gotta say in addition to that she's one of the nicest people I've ever had a conversation with let's just put it that way so anyway yeah. um, it's funny because immediately I knew when I, when I sat across from her at our table read I knew that we would become friends for life I knew that we, when we looked at each other we were husband and wife in that moment but I knew that that would extend because she is just that person she's interested interesting curious right right well Coleman you're a serious actor who came to film and TV from the theater you've, you've won a bunch of awards so besides way better craft services what's the major difference for you working away from the stage <laughs> first of all I love that compliment because it's the truth it's <laughs> way better craft services I think, you know, I have sort of transitioned into more television and film because I feel like that there's, it's sort of the wild, wild west right now when it comes to creative storytelling. I think that television and film, we're telling stories in a way that you you can dream a little bit bigger. You can and be more expansive, you know, although my heart always goes back to the theater. But I love what I'm, I'm able to do in television and film right now. So I'm just having a great time expanding, telling bigger stories. I'm also executive producing and writing television and uh, directing television as well. Yeah, super. Well, you play the character Victor Strand in Fear of the Walking Dead. I will say what I mentioned to Lenny James, who plays Morgan. This last season was freaking great. I'll be honest, I lost touch with the show in season three, but I made a mistake, as it's a must-see oh, show. Good. I mean, really <laughs> good, good television. Any, any good television... I think any good television is television where you're you're going to constantly be challenged by it. You're going to probably, you know, not watch for a moment and then come back. I think it's just the nature of television. It's really this, you know, organism. So I love the fact that you came back and, yep. <laughs> and that we had some new surprises for you because I think the show keeps reinventing itself. That's why I love being a part of Fear the Walking Dead. We Our show started in Vancouver and L.A. Then we moved to Mexico for two seasons. Now we're in Austin, Texas. And you never know. Next season we may be on the road. <laughs> well, you, you directed an episode last season, right? Well, I forgot the episode. Was it 12 yeah. or something? Yeah, I directed episode 12, and I'm actually directing an episode exactly as we speak um, right. right now. So uh, I, I love the fact this show has also given me such agency to expand in different uh, facets of my career. So becoming a television director has always been something that's been on the burner, and now it's been more legitimized being part of Fear the Walking Dead. All right, super. Well, and speaking with other actors from The Walking Dead, they have said that the reach of the show worldwide makes being anonymous and even distant lands a challenge. The characters are known everywhere. So after a few seasons of Fear the Walking Dead, do you get bugged a lot at the mall or the grocery store when you like travel to Bolivia or Iceland? Yeah, you know, that's actually a joy of this business. And maybe it's because it's happening. You know, I'm almost 50 years old. And the idea that I've always been, you know, known in theater circles or, you know, from film. But the idea of being on this worldwide television hit is something that no one can even imagine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm recognized pretty much everywhere. The, I think that I'm doing a good job sometimes by, you know, wearing a baseball cap or putting on some sunglasses. No, they know you. They, they know you. I've been stopped in Paris and in Tokyo and Amsterdam, you, you name it. People around the world, they know and they're passionate about their characters. And they just shower you with love. That's, that's, so it's just a big love fest, too. You're walking out in the world and there's so much love coming at you. So I'm really happy. <laughs> God, that must be nice. But anyway, well, I'll... Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, Spud? What? Well, 
I know what you're feeling right now when you hear somebody like Coleman, who is world famous, saying that he attempts to deal with the adulation by putting on a pair of sunglasses and a baseball cap, thinking, you know, he would be anonymous. Yeah. It's something I've wanted to tell you for a very long time. If you want to ever make it, I mean, really make it, you need to lose the sunglasses and baseball cap. You're invisible right now. Uh, hey, Coleman, just a sec. Okay. <laughs> I wear my shades and baseball hat for one reason and one reason only. They are a part of me. As you know, I never take off my shades. Maybe a few times in intimate moments or when I'm in the sauna, but 99% of the time, I keep them on. Why? Because they give me comfort. I stopped carrying around my blankie around 4 or 5, and I started wearing my shades and my baseball hat around 7. Like my ears, nose, and feet, they're, uh, you know, they're who I am. Oh, he's not lying. His mother had to get a letter from their family doctor saying Spud needed to wear sunglasses and hat in class due to some condition. And I it for- worked. Well, it worked. Yeah, I forget what they called it, but it did work. Spud, I can't remember the last time I've seen you without them. You know, I don't have time to get into this right now during the interview, but my plan has always been if I ever do get like really famous, I'll just take off the shades and hat and blend into the background. You know, at this point in my career, it doesn't look like I'm ever going to have to do it, but it is my emergency plan, you know, if a mob of adoring fans ever overwhelm me. But now, let me get back to Coleman. All right, I've returned. Sorry about that. Okay. Well, off the record, just between you and me, Coleman, do you think those Walking Dead dudes will eventually win? Because there's so many more of them than you guys. There's been a lot of close calls. Yeah, there's been some close calls, but I think that we have more skills than those uh, than the Walking Dead <laughs> than those than those walkers. I think that we're we're still a bit smarter and savvier, and we move fast. So I think that as long as that ratio uh, is, is the status quo. We'll, we'll win. Well, that's good to know because I've been, I, I got to tell you, I've wet my pants a few times. All right. Well, yeah, I just don't want a situation where they get faster. Whatever way yes. they get faster, I think that they may start to dominate. So, whatever way, I don't even want to know how they make it faster, but I think that there's always a possibility and you never know. I know. Thank goodness they can't jog. But, all right. Well, you yeah, know, if, or climb. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, besides being a serious actor, you've also done some really funny shows too, doing voice roles in BoJack Horseman, great show, American Dad, and you know stuff like that. Is it nice, you know, doing some goofy stuff after mostly doing heavier, heavier material in projects? Are you kidding? Yes, because I, I'm in the apocalypse pretty much every day of my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's really living on high stakes and you know drama. But then I just completed a film called Zola, where I get to use my comedy chops again. I play a really wild, wild character with one hazel eye, and he's a, he's, a, he's, he's dark and weird and funny, and I'm, it's, a, it's good to like flex those muscles and then get back to the drama. It's, it's a nice balance. All right, super. Well, okay, last question. What one thing do you still want to do in show business? Something that you have wanted to do for some time but haven't been able to make it happen so far? And if it's anything I can help, I'll make a call for you. Just let me know. What is something you want to do? The strangest thing is I told my um, director of photography just last night, I thought, wow, if I did anything else on set, I would want to do lighting because I think lighting is such an extraordinary skill. Yeah, lighting is just extraordinary. The, The way things are lit for television is extraordinary. It takes a real... You know, it's real, a real great visual eye and your whole team, your grip department. It's a, a great team effort. And I think it's something really kind of cool. So that's what I would do. I would put lights on people. 
A crew gig? I think I could help you get some. I, let me make some calls. I'll get back to you. All right. I know you got to go. So. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Grab, grab a couple flashlights, make some calls, and we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, <laughs> let me say again that if Bill Street could talk, uh, it's it's out now. It's everywhere. I and it's a it's a great movie. So thank you so much for coming on our show. You're so very welcome. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Spud's not going anywhere, and neither should you. The Spud Goodman Radio Show returns in just a moment. What's going on, man? It's your boy, David Olivas. And DJ Jersey. Here rocking with Spud Goodman. With Aunt Dorothy. We got Gerald in the house. Chance the intern. Man, these guys are killing it out here on the Spud Goodman Show, man. Spud Goodman Show. Check me out at Real Olivas. DJ Jersey everything. Listening to Spud Goodman will might be hazardous for your health, but we don't know. We don't care. It's the Spud Goodman Show. All the good stuff is hazardous for your health. We now return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Uh, Spud, I believe the newest member of our show, Christine Gregson, is on the line waiting to speak with you. Now, is she a doctor or a, a member of the clergy or something? Because I, I understand she's going to talk about sex, right? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, she's she's a certified sex therapist, though. Uh, I guess management felt this would be an interesting topic, you know, to be a regular feature like like our, our resident psychic, Ted Marr. Yeah. Don't get me wrong here. I like sex as much as the next person, but I'll, i got to be honest. It's an area that's caused me a great deal of emotional pain over the years. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know? Aunt Dorothy, you probably have heard yeah, me talk it. about this. I, I've disappointed most of the women, the women I've been with, you know, in bed. It's not that easy. It's no secret, you know. Either every woman I have slept with is an extremely tough grader, or I have a lot of room for improvement. I don't know, but this might be a really helpful segment, at least, at least for me. Well, it's never too late to improve in this area. Yes. I, I myself am so fortunate to now be with Chance, as he's such a giving lover. Mm. He has set the bar so high, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know, Mrs. Jarvitz, I, I understand you have physical desires, but addressing those needs outside the bounds of marriage, well, it's just not right. Hey. Don't get judgy on my aunt, all right? I am the only one who can bitch about her being with our show's community college intern, okay? Yes, Gerald. Have you heard that judge not lest you be judged before? No Bible stories for you tonight. Oh, I am totally prepared to be judged. Please, judge away. Uh, Why don't you just put this lady through as this is her first time on the show and we don't want to piss her off by keeping her on hold? Very well, but I am on the record as feeling doing a segment on sex strictly for purient interest is not a responsible course of action. Suck it to me. Okay, you can stone me after the show. Uh, now, Now send the call through, please. All right, here she is. On the line is someone who has graciously agreed to serve as a Spud Goodman Show's resident sex expert. You know, we already have a resident psychic, you know, Ted Marr, who appears on the show. And it was suggested in a staff meeting that we branch out and find an expert who knows something about sex, too. It's kind of a popular thing. I mean, you know, the VCR and now the Internet would never have taken off without it. So please welcome Christine Gregson of Seattle. Thanks for doing this. It's my pleasure, Spud. Yeah. 
cool. I've done quite a bit of radio over the years, so it sounded like it would be kind of an interesting experience. Yeah, well, our resident psychic, Ted Marr, actually has his own radio show. I, I know you have some blog uh, about human sexuality, so, so you're not totally unknown, right? P- some people know who you are, besides your family and stuff. Right. I do have a monthly blog, column I write. Right. It's called Your Sex Life. Okay. So I'm assuming somebody on your staff is familiar with it. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't read many blogs, so, so I'm not real up on it, you know, and, and what you think about sex. Um, can, can I ask you a few questions on, you know, something that's been brought up in my own sex life over the years? Sure, ask away. All right. So foreplay, that's the word that I've heard it a lot over the years, okay? Is it overrated? And I've heard differing opinions on this topic. But who could possibly advocate against foreplay? It's well, an essential component of any sexual communication. Yeah. Without it, it simply becomes a selfish, one-sided affair. Um, well, you know, I'm not just talking about doing it with, you know, married women in affairs or, or, or you know, or I'm, I'm just saying about every woman I've ever been with, my ex-wives, everything, everybody, okay? They've all mentioned the word, and mostly afterwards, as I'm not a good listener during it. I don't, I don't know anybody that really is, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I can imagine that the reviews you've received haven't been stellar. No, Um, really. I know of no women who are anti-foreplay. Statistically, I would say as a professional, the figure would be right around 0%. Well, that would explain it then, you know, because this is something that a guy, you know, can't negotiate around because that's kind of what I found. No matter, you know, what he or I, you know, would offer like say taking someone out to breakfast or detailing their car afterwards, it just still doesn't make it right. Okay, that's what you're saying, huh? Well, Spud, I would strongly in- urge the male listeners to pick up a copy of Healing Love Through the Tao by Montauk Chia. He's not related yes. to Deepak Chopra, who we had on the show, is No, he? not okay. at all. All right. But this is a wonderful work that passes on the sexual techniques and practices taught by the Taoist masters. Okay. It's right. a really, really great book. Well, so it's like top secret stuff from way back that, that women, you know, would go wild over or did back mm-hmm. then? Are you sure those Taoist dudes would be happy that someone spilled the beans? What do you think? No, nothing to worry about. Women's okay. pleasure isn't something that needs to be kept under wraps or controlled. Yeah. Yes. The patriarchy has tried to keep the desires of women in check, but it's not an undertaking that has been successful. Yeah, you know, I, I've i picked that up, and now, now I'm pretty sure I need to learn some new tricks if I want to stay in the game, because I'm betting that there are a ton of guys listening right now that also need to step up their game, too. I mean, what would be your number one recommendation regarding foreplay? How about the, you know, the be quick, don't hurry because that's one of you know the greatest basketball coaches of all time, you know John Wooden you know, of UCLA. I don't know that was one of the top things in his pyramid of success. Excuse me, Spud. What? Well, I don't know if quoting a basketball coach's teachings work well in this topic, but but anyway, my wife too has mentioned this foreplay word. Actually, talking about it many times. How great I was at it. Um, I need a moment here, Christine. You couldn't have been that great. I mean, you say you've never even checked out YouPorn or Pornhub. No, no. I've never viewed pornography, but I would doubt that there are many tips about foreplay in their movies. Okay, I guess that's a good point. But anyway, no one watches full porn movies anymore. I'm pretty sure, you know, like Ron Jeremy and Jenna Jameson are out of work right now. I don't know who they are. 
Google them. Well, All right. But you know, they're probably getting unemployment or something. They and others in that business really need to check out a second career. No one's paid for porn and I don't know, for years. Just, just let me get back to our sex therapist. Okay, okay. All right, I'm back. Well, being quick isn't something that as a sex therapist I would ever recommend. Well, it's not a behavior that belongs in the bedroom. But don't hurry. It's quick, but don't hurry. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. As the Taoist masters have taught us, one should attempt to elongate the pleasure process, not shorten it. Okay, shorten it. I mean, long, long, make it long, lo- longer. Longer, long. not ah, shorter. too bad on that. Yeah. I was hoping it would, okay. <laughs> All right, fine. A skilled male lover would never be on the clock during lovemaking. Well, that would not be productive uh, for your partner. Yeah, I, I get it, but what about when you have to be somewhere in like 10 minutes? Or, 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 you know, like you forgot to set the VCR and the game's about to start? Or, you know, it's just hard to focus when you have stuff to do after having sex. Well, I would hope that my partner would place me at the top of his to do list. Do you understand top, what I'm saying? Absolute top? Like, number one. Absolute top. Okay. Satisfying sex can never be just another task to check off your list. Okay. A woman needs to feel like she's at the center of her lover's world at that moment. Well, I mean, I could do that, but unless the moment's like really, really long. Hey, hey I know we only have you for a few minutes, so I'm going to, I know we got to let you go, but can I email you after the show to get a few specific tips from like those Taoist dudes at least? I, I just need a new, you know go-to closer move that, that tends to make women forget the weak stuff that I maybe tried when, you know, when things just started getting going. I, that's, I'm a weak starter, I guess, is what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll just keep the, the questions brief. Can I send you an email? You're welcome to email me whenever you want. You know, this has been a lot different than I expected, but it still was fun. We'll talk again. All Goodbye. Right. All right, super. Goodbye. This is the Spud Show. We sure got the surprise of our lives. Uh, so, would this be a good time for me to perform one of my illusions? Because uh, I, I think it's I a good one. I don't think so. Spud, well. as an unpaid intern, I really shouldn't have to sit through this. If he's going to do freaking magic tricks here on the show, can I take a break or something? No. If I have to sit through this show then you, as an intern, are certainly going to have to also. And Dorothy, if you want, you can like visit the bathroom or do whatever you need to do <laughs> right now. I'll make sure this is brief. Oh, sure. Okay, but listen, to properly set up this illusion, I will need a volunteer. So who wants to do it? I, I only need one, so I don't want anybody to be disappointed if you're left out. Uh, uh, you can count me out. Good call, yo. I'm a no, too, and, and you can't well, ask anyone on the control board as they're necessary to keep us on the air. Oh, okay, well, I guess that only leaves Chance. Uh, Chance, are you willing to step up here? Because I, I really need you. Um, what do I have to do? No way am I going to let you saw me in half. Oh, no, I just need you to stand right there in front of me, okay, just for a little bit. If I do this, can I go home right after the show and get out of breaking down the equipment and taking out the trash? I I guess. Just stand there then, okay? Okay. Uh, Chance, I will ask you if you have any metal objects on you, and then you can say no. I do have a screw in my foot. I broke it skateboarding when I was 11. It's still in there. Does that count and make me ineligible to do this dumb trick? Stop being awake! Again, it's not a trick, it's an illusion. Now, let me just take out and unfold this sheet that I have here. Here we go. Okay, now just put this over the top of you. 
I get claustrophobic with stuff over my face. Can I cut out an eye hole? Well, that would pretty much take the wow factor out of the illusion if you could see uh, through the sheet, Chance. Uh, could you make an exception in this case? Maybe use some technique or medication or meditation uh, to handle your phobia. I, as you know, am dubious about marijuana. It's not a phobia, okay? I just don't like to have my head covered. I sort of flipped out just watching Bird Box on Netflix. Well, I can Google phobias and see if this really does fall into that category, but I think it by, you know, might be more of a, a fetish. You know, Chance, um, you could enjoy being blindfolded. It, it, think about it. it. It's a lower key way to be in the dark. How, how about we put a, a, a blindfold on you before he puts the sheet over you? Oh, please do not torture my sweetie Chance just this way. No, no intern, intern should have to undergo this kind of treatment. Honey, you don't have to do this. I know I don't have to, but I need to leave early today as I have a prior engagement. That's so hot. A, a prior engagement? Now that sounds so very uh, Fifty Shades of Grayish. Uh, already seeing someone else on the side, huh? I, I can't let you treat my aunt in that manner. Just be honest with her and ask for an open relationship. Oh, I totally trust my chance. Really? Yes. I have, I have a play date with my best friend, Sean, who's back from college. We're going to hang out and probably play some Fortnite, okay? In that case, just suck it up and let him do his creepy magic trick. And now, people of Gotham City, the moment you have all been waiting for. It's not a trick. It's an illusion, Spud. Yeah, okay, well. a chance. Just stand there, and I'm going to be ready in just a moment. We don't have time right now for this. As well, I, ha I need to do my interview with our musical guest. Oh. All right. Yes, it's musical guest interview time. Say hello to the morning after. Could you all identify yourselves and the instrument you have bonded with? Hello, my name is Bree, and um, I'm normally a singer, but I stole the bass right now, and right now I'm really liking it. Super. Hello, I'm Stephanie, and I'm mad that you stole my bass, but I guess I'll, I'll, I'll yell into the mic. It's fine. Good. Hello, my name is Emmett, and I've bonded with this guitar that I have in my hands. Okay. Hey, my name's Bailey, and I play drones. All right, Bailey. All right, well, let's talk about the new EP out titled Blunt, uh, available on Bandcamp, and it's uh, I guess it's available also on all streaming options. What was the human cost in putting together this release? Because recording can be stressful. Were, were any innocent like bystanders harmed in the process? Uh, yes, our producer is uh, Stephanie's dad, and it's kind of like an in-law situation, so I've only lost half my hair. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> all right, super. Something like that, yeah. Hmm. Well, what is the band's official position on the topic of human cloning? A, a good thing, or do you know, maybe to try for at least a, uh, you know, like a few generations, or a really bad idea? It's, it's a bad idea. There, there's too many of us. Uh, there's too many Stephanies. Let's let's put that out there. Right, I do. We know haven't a lot even of cloned me yet. Exactly. I know a lot of Stephanies. Um, well, in my opinion, there at least should be a band like Future Kardashians, uh, at the least, but, you know, and that's just my take. I know that each channel feels differently, you know, if, you know, it probably would knock them off the air, but just, just, that's just my take anyway. How did, well, you, how did you get a radio show? This is, wow. Yeah. This I is know. blasphemy. People listen to you talk? Oh my goodness. Uh, at least a couple. Um, <laughs> so let me, let's, 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 let's deal with this. You guys know what's going on right now. We've been discussing, uh magic and magicians on the show so you know, the world's full of bad ones uh, you know like the guy in the studio here the guy right over here yeah well have any of you uh, any of you ever dabbled in the world of magic no i will say i don't know how i got here is that magic not even a simple card trick how about you bailey um yeah i don't know i don't think i know anything i used to do this thing where i 
said that I was going to make a quarter go through the table, but I would actually make a salt shaker go through the table by putting a napkin over it and slamming it, but then actually just dropping it into my lap. So I guess, does that count? That would blow away his illusion. That, that sounds like should, a good illusion. You better have that it. ready. We might need you in a sec. All right. Yeah. So what are the long-term goals of the band besides, you know, your own channel on uh, Sirius XM? Um, millions of dollars in, in, in hot uh, people in, in our lives, I guess. I, I don't know. Why else would you start a band? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's a good point. Um, I don't know. Maybe to write music? Oh, yeah. I guess we could <laughs> do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We did. We do have uh, more music coming out. Uh, we got another EP coming called Cynical in well. a couple months, too. So J- Just save March 1st. Don't make any plans that day, except for plans with us. Well, that's, that's for the record. Good to know. Yeah. If anybody cares, you know, mine's kind of like to be on the Larry King show. I think it's on like RT television now, and my Russian isn't real good, so that's probably never going to happen. But anyway, all right. Well, what's the name of the next song, and what the heck's it about? The song is called Little White Monster, and it's about little white monsters. Okay. AKA drugs you shouldn't do because that's bad. All right, let's Something do it. like that.
is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Hey there, this is John Doe. You're listening to Spud Goodman uh, make a fool of himself, as he usually does. And it's a good thing, because then you can laugh along with your friends and not laugh with him, but laugh at him. Say, Spud, guess who is on the line waiting to speak with you? Uh, you, want, you want a hint? Um, yeah, I would okay. like a hint. <clears throat> okay. He is someone you really like. And I believe you two are Facebook friends. And, and by the way, speaking of Facebook, have you made any progress in deciding whether to accept my friend request? Because it's been over a year and a half. I think the reason why is I've just been, like, so unhappy. Yeah, you know, I'm still mulling that one over. I just need some more time to make oh, my decision. Oh, brother. How, how much more time, if I could ask? Just a little bit more. I, I mean, I log on to Facebook every morning to see if a decision has been made, and, well, you know, it's very disappointing to see it still pending. Jeez, you know, you're Facebook friends, friends with everyone here in the studio, and you have thousands of friends on your page. Gosh darn. Well, yeah, but each one was carefully vetted. Uh, you know, I hope to complete my background check on you soon. Uh, I'm looking at maybe making my decision in the next couple months, okay? And it only makes common sense. <sighs> All right. All right. I, I guess I can wait another few months. But Okay, so do you want to guess who's on the phone for you? Is it my neighbor, Jeff? <laughs> no, no. It's Lawrence, our Ooh. show's public sector food critic. Well, why didn't you say so? I haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Did he get laid off? And no one told us, because I heard they were talking budget cuts. Well, put him through before management tries to silence yeah. a former disgruntled employee. Lawrence, are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. And, and no, no, I haven't got laid off, you know, at least as far as I know. I just took a little time off, you know, you know, me time, I wanted. Right. Uh, okay. But now I'm back, and I actually just returned from doing my latest review. It was kind of a, a mess, I gotta say, as far as the logistics of it. But in the end, it all worked out. So where'd you go this time? Okay, look, that, that's the deal here. I was supposed to visit the student cafeteria at Michigan State University over in East Lansing. Yeah. But I think there was this screw up there because my Greyhound bus ticket was for a round trip ticket to Minot State University over in North Dakota. I think that's Minot oh, State, I think, isn't it? Is it Minot State? Minot State, that's right, that's yeah. right. Thank you. And man, I gotta tell you, it's cold over there. My fingers, they still tingle from that frostbite that I got when I was using a payphone one night in front of my hotel out there. Oh, my! Oh, yeah, you know, I have been to Minot before, and it's a lovely town, very friendly. Yeah, yeah, I would say they were friendly. They're pretty nice, you know. And, you know, next time, though, I don't think I'm going to wear my hoodie out there because that was the wrong wardrobe choice, I tell you. I should have I bought one of those uh, MAGA hats and stuff. Oh, yeah, you know? really? I don't anyway, know about that. Yeah, well, well, since I was there and everything, I, you know, I thought maybe I was going to do my job and I'd find a place to review and stuff. So, yeah. you know, they do have a student cafeteria over at Minot State University, right? Okay. Well, yeah, that's I good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been a long bus ride to find nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. You know, I was sent to Michigan State to check out the groundbreaking policy that they just came up with, changing out the deep fryer oil weekly instead of, you know, the normal once a semester that most of the colleges do, you know. It was written up there in Time Magazine, so I was supposed to do like a taste test of it. Th then I guess that story angle was out. So what what you end up reviewing then? Well, you know, uh, it turns out that people that might not stay, they, they took it a step further. Now, they must have read that 
Time Magazine article, because at the cafeteria I ate at, they told me they change out their deep fire oil every day. No. Can you believe that? No. Oh, man, that is groundbreaking. Heads are spinning. Well, uh, how can they afford to do that? This is a, a state university, right? A public institution. Uh, that would be, I don't know, fiscally irresponsible decision, if you ask me. <laughs> I don't remember anyone asking you. Well, S- so Lawrence, wouldn't this cost the college a lot of money? Well, you know, I would have thought that before I was told that they were getting their oil for free, you know. I guess huh. they have a few of those fracking thingies over on their campus. And they, uh, they made a deal to get the free oil from the company that runs them out there. So I was told by a few students that they were pissed that they were pissed that the college let them do this on their campus. Oh, but the fries and fish and chips oh, were world class. So, you know, they were a little conflicted. I hear you. So, so are you giving that cafeteria a good review? That's what I guess you're saying here, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll give them, for the most part, I'll give them a good review. You know, like I said, the deep fried stuff was, mm, that was amazing. You know, I've never had an onion ring that tasted so freaking good. Oh, man, it was almost an out-of-body experience. Really? I'm not but, I'm kind of getting hungry here. But, now I got to tell you, there's a but here. All right. I couldn't give them five sporks there because the condiments, they were weak. They had Hunt's ketchup packets. You know how I feel about Hunt's, right? Yeah, I remember. They didn't have any Heinz. Nowhere, because that's a travesty, if you ask me. Uh, you know, I, I prefer hunts myself, Lawrence. I, I'm just saying. Shut up and dribble. And you continue to ask why I have not accepted your friend request. Yeah. I rest my case. So, Lawrence, we got to go, but it's great to hear. You know, you're back on the airs. I've missed your reviews, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I think I had enough me time there. So, you know, it got a little boring there. You know, my Netflix password, it, it doesn't work now. I guess my, uh, my friend changed it on me and he decided not to tell me the new one uh, i hate so, it when that happens know, I, I guess it's just time to get back on the road you know i don't get paid much but it's always cool to have somebody else pay for my food right now i continue to lobby management to, to provide at least a veggie tray here at the station it's tough to get through a, a show with my stomach growling I know it's distracting to the listeners. I'm pretty sure about that. You know, but I, I only hear your stomach growling occasionally. I doubt if our listeners are really aware of this. Well, are you purposely trying to undermine my unfair labor practice suit? No. Are you siding with management here? Don't be that guy. Hey, hey Lawrence, I got to go. Yeah. Take it easy. All right, well, you take it easy. Uh, later on. All right. Well, okay, we're going to be back in a sec. My, how time flies. When can I take this sheet off? I don't feel comfortable doing this any longer, and I'm starting to sweat under it. How long do you think you can keep your friends safe from me? Oh, okay. Well, I'm ready to perform my illusion now. You know, for those listening, I will be doing this and a few other spectacular ones at our church's yearly talent show next Saturday. Things get started at 7 o'clock p.m., and tickets are still available. You just got to go to my Facebook page to get further information. Look, I I never gave the okay for that plug. You know, there is that separation of church and state uh, thing. You might be getting a call from the FBI or ACLU. Just a heads up. And if my honey chance suffers from any lasting after effects, either physically or emotionally, from this stunt, you can be assured you will be hearing from my attorney. I promise you. Just just, uh, just don't put me in any lawsuit, Aunt Dorothy. I am just the talent. I don't own a piece of this show. I Follow the money. Know. And it sure doesn't lead to me. 
you know, uh, we really should have brought like an EMT guy here in, in an ambulance no, standing no. by just in case something goes wrong. I, you know, I, I'm not management, but someone has dropped the ball. You know, at the minimum, we should have at least a defibrillator on the premises. Well, does anyone at least know CPR and hold a current up-to-date card? Well, I, I, I took a CPR class in like 2002. Oh. Yeah, does that count? No, no. It was right after George W. Bush choked on that pretzel. Oh, you know, I eat a ton of pretzels, and I got a little worried that is I wanted to know how to revive myself if I passed out after eating a few handfuls. Don't be so overly dramatic about it. I almost passed out once after I had blood drawn at the doctor's office. They gave me some smelling salts and I stayed on my feet. That's uh, good all, to right, know, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so can I begin my illusion now? If you wait any longer, Chance is going to bail on you. He's really freaking out under the sheet. Look at him right there. Look at him. Yeah, and, yeah. and also, we don't have any other guests scheduled. And I, so I guess I guess we could do, like, uh, we got, like, what, how much more time we got? Um, how long does this thing take? Well, my, my wife timed this illusion at around 2 minutes and 20 seconds. What? It would give or take a few seconds. Will that work? Um, I think it'd be actually... Oh, so my chance will have to keep that sheet over his head for at least another two minutes and 20 seconds? More or less. Baby, how are you doing? I'm okay, I guess. Oh. Can we just do this, like, right now? You know, now that I think of it, before you do your magic thing, we really should discuss what our emergency action plan is should something go horribly wrong, be, you know, beyond the medical situation, say, say, in, you know, in, in case of death. Oh. There, I had to say it. There. What's the procedure we need to follow here at the station? You can't prevent everything. Well, well, I have to notify his parents, our next of kin. Oh, my God. Gerald, is Chance's life in danger here doing your magic stunt? No. Uh, you that never was know. never discussed. You never know. I may not be his parents, but we are going steady and in a long-term relationship, so I should have been consulted about this before now. Chance, don't let your anxiety level get too high, honey. I'll make sure everything is safe before he goes forward with this. Look, I only brought up an, an untimely death as, as a precaution. This is my pants yet. And don't have a conniption fit. You know, real radio stations have people go over risk control before they authorize anything like this illusion. I'm just trying to be the responsible, you know, adult in the place. Uh, Mrs. Jarvitz, I can assure you, Chance's life will not be in danger doing this. Uh, I, I mean, I had okay. my youngest, Dwight, do it several times to help me get ready for our church's talent show, which, by the way, it still has tickets available next Saturday night, 7 p.m. Just go to my Facebook page. I that, that second plug was so wrong, and there will be repercussions for that. Well, okay, either you can do this trick a lot quicker than two minutes. You said uh, you need, or, or it's going to get bumped. We're almost what? out of time. Can you do a speeded up version? Yeah, absolutely not. This illusion calls for precise and well-timed steps to pull it off. I, I can't be rushed. So it's not going to happen, and I can take the sheet off now? Okay, please, Chance, just don't move, and I can start right now. Yes! Uh, can you do it in under 15 seconds? What? Well, that's all we got. Sweetie, sweetie, 15. I think you're going to be okay. The show's almost over. Come on, you guys, can't we just run over just a little bit? It's it's done all the time at radio stations. I just need a bit more time to do my illusion. Well, what is the question? And then the show after us is going to be all torqued off. Sorry, but no can do. I am Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and ciao. Bye-bye. Once again, here is The Morning After.
I'm taking this f***ing sheet off. But if you just hold still, I could at least do this for everyone here in the studio. It's a really neat illusion. My wife feels it's a showstopper. It looked really weak to me. I mean, what, what were you going to do? Make him disappear? Excellent. Well, now I guess you'll just have to go to my church's talent show to see it performed. I know you will be amazed when you see me do it. Yeah, Trust right. me, I promise you, you'll be saying, how the heck did he just do that? Chance, take that damn sheet off now and let's go. Meet me at my car in the parking lot. Where should I put the sheet? It smells a little funky now. Do you want me to wash it before I give it to you? If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. Well, that would be nice. Could I get it before my magic show Saturday? You know, tickets are still available. Copyright 2019, Spud Goodman Productions.